And just like that, we're back. As though we even left. But uh, it is Easter weekend. I'm here sitting in the uh, beautiful South Carolinian sunset. Bringing you folks, if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all the rest of our social media, uh, Twitter, I don't know, Force Foursquare, is that still a thing? MySpace? Maybe you're still in my top eight. I don't know. Uh, we started a museum. It's something that I've always wanted to do, and I wanted to talk with you folks about it because this is going to give everybody, as a listener, as a as a friend, as a essentially a supporter of everything that is Warbird, that's going to give you a direct measure to everything that I've been preaching the past literally two years on how to get involved with Warbirds. If I don't, if I just preach it and I don't provide an avenue myself, then what does that mean for me? So myself and some of my very close friends have started a, an, an organization called Aviation Legacy Museum. We're a 501c3. We're based here in Trenton, South Carolina, just outside of Aiken, South Carolina. Don't expect you to know where that is either. If you know where Augusta, Georgia is, you're three points ahead of everyone else that doesn't know where Augusta, Georgia is. We're outside of that too. So as I sit here over the sunset, looking over some of our future aircraft acquisitions that are on our current ramp here uh, at the Aerospace Specialties Facility, which is our maintenance facility for warbirds, I look over and I see... Uh, uh, they're not necessarily warbirds, but they're uh, procurement procurement items. Excuse me, that's a very hard word to say after uh, an Easter weekend. Uh, I have a Cessna 172 and a 150 that will be part of the museum to help with folks get their private ratings, uh, even instrument ratings, if we can uh, get some get some uh, instruments and avionics donated. Several other folks have decided to pony up and throw in some airplanes with uh, with this announcement. It's it's something that I've been working on for the better part of, well, since my father passed in 2013. I've wanted to turn what I do into a nonprofit because I've always secretly wanted to be an aviation museum curator, director, someone that can, from the nonprofit side get the next generation of folks in here because I believe that's the easiest way for uh, general aviation enthusiast and aviation enthusiast from a whole to get started in uh, surplus military aviation. So I'm here to tell you guys about aviation legacy museum. If you don't want to hear about that, click to the next episode, but there's a lot of exciting things and some off-the-wall things that we're going to talk about uh, this evening, about uh, what we do is we sit down with a little bit of Monkey in Paradise and talk to you folks about uh, what we're doing. Obviously, they are a big part of what we are doing. We appreciate all their support over the years, uh, primarily in the form of liquid assets, but hopefully <clears throat> hopefully uh, other assets for uh, our future Warbird uh, procurement assets. But that's, that's a whole other story. Um, anyways... I, I can't believe that we have come, have come this far, folks, because myself and some of my friends in the in the aviation industry have gotten together and we've put together this awesome program from everything from state grants from the state of South Carolina to help you folks get to your private license for those of you that are of age. Look, if you're if you're forty years old and you've got a you've got a career. You're probably not our primary uh, 
target environment for for what we're looking for for pilots. Uh, at least for starting out. I mean, at that point, you probably established yourself in some way, shape, or form. Uh, we're looking at the Gen Zers. We're trying to get y'all involved out of War Thunder and into actual Warbird Thunder, for the lack of words. We should probably coin that, but on that note, um, a lot of the aircraft that will become part of our organization, not necessarily donated, but my vision for an aviation museum here in South Carolina is a rotational, sort of seasonal, ever-changing clientele, for the lack of words, for everybody. Will we take members? Absolutely. We're live right now at aviationlegacy.org. Excuse me, aviationlegacymuseum.org. Visit us. It's a look. It's a bare bones website right now. We we haven't even put out uh, membership requirements or because there's not requirements. If you are an enthusiast of aviation and of warbirds and of keeping history alive, the living history experience of aviation, then you should be a member of our museum. It's going to be affordable. It's going to be accessible. And it's going to be usable because those are the three things that I think that's really lacking in this industry. And I'm not just saying that you can just walk in off the street and go annual a Mustang. That's not what I'm saying. You can come in and you can aid in anything we are working on at the time. There's plenty to do. There's plenty of, there's plenty of land that we're going to procure here. We're going to get, uh, get a facility together that's going to have a large enough facility for several Fighters, bombers, transports, uh, liaison, primarily the smaller aircraft, because what we're really looking at is the entry-level warbird side of flying these things. Because once we get your foot in the door, then the doors open. And that's what I've said, is that what's the easiest way to get into the warbird industry? Well, the easiest way is to get involved with... Aviation Legacy Museum, do your time, become a volunteer, come out and help us out, do your part, you know, help help us keep these airplanes flying, sweep the floors, wipe the oil off the airplanes, do whatever you got to do, and for everybody that's qualified or even everybody that's not qualified, we're at least going to get you up in one of these airplanes. I'm not going to say you're going to go up in a Mustang, but I mean, we're going to have plenty of, there's plenty of folks with trainers and liaisons and and everything else that will at least get your foot in the door to get you involved into the industry the best that we can. Now, myself as a as airframe and power plant certified mechanic with an inspection authorization, hopefully I'll be overseeing a lot of what we're doing uh, on the maintenance side. I'll talk about the maintenance side primarily because what I want to do is the big chunk that's missing in the Warbirds is the what we call instructions for continued airworthiness. Those fine men and women, they're going to keep these airplanes flying for generations beyond me. We have to start now. I'm 36 years old. I have to start right now with the generation below me and even that generation below them, getting them interested in aviation, science, you know, the STEM stuff. Now they're calling it STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Get them involved in that. Hands-on, here's how it works. Here's how physics, here's how science, here's how mechanics, everything works. 
Now's the time to do that. And the best way to do that is with a plethora of aircraft. We can start with general aviation aircraft. We can start with Cessnas. We can start with trainers. We can start with liaison. We can start with everything else. We can... Uh, sorry, my cat's scratching at the... That's a uh, George, get away, please. George, sorry. That's our resident South Carolinian couch cougar, George, who helps us with uh, anything and everything in the shop. He's going to be your maintenance uh, supervisor. That's right. You're going to have to answer to a tuxedo cat. Hope you guys can... Uh, I appreciate that. Anyways, where was I? Um, I really want to, I really want to get the next generation involved at the entry level. And by entry level, we're not just going to start you on, you know, overhauling a T28 or overhauling a Mustang. That's going to overwhelm you. I have, I, I mean, I started somewhere else. Everyone else that has been, in this industry for a long time and in the restoration industry, we started very, very, very basic. So we're going to start you basic, but however, we have a 150 that needs to be restored. It's going to take you no time at all. We're going to bring you in and after you restore it, you're going to fly it and you're going to get your license in the airplane. We have a 172 that's going to need paint. Hopefully it's going to be painted and that's going to be the airplane for the grant. So we're going to supplement flight with the 172 and the 150, hopefully get you guys, uh, uh, some flight time in both of those aircraft. I know the state of South Carolina said that they would fund at least through the, the solo portion of your private pilot's license. That's a huge chunk. Okay. It can be anywhere from six hours to 16 hours that you don't have to pay for out of the 40. And the rest of it's going to be a discounted rate through the museum. These airplanes are going to be flying their tails off. If, if I have my way from there, hopefully we can put you guys into a tailwheel aircraft. From a tailwheel aircraft, we can put you guys into a, a liaison or a light trainer. And from there, it's up to you. It's up to you to network. It's for you to go out. Hopefully, you can give back to the museum and you can train the next generation of people below you. But that bootstrapping effect is what's going to keep this industry going. Now, a lot of museums have programs similar to this, but I really haven't seen them execute it the best. And, and I'm not calling the other museums out on this, but having been involved and been called in to help out with this, I haven't really seen the best execution in this, and I can see how we can do better. So we are going to do better at Aviation Legacy Museum. Uh, the aircraft that I'm hoping to rotate in and out are privately owned aircraft. Quicksilver will obviously be based here. Hopefully we can have some other Navy-based aircraft here, so... Uh, Korean War Hero, maybe some from the Warbird uh, Heritage Foundation, maybe some from, uh, uh, you know, some other Corsair, Hellcat, Bearcat, anything else with a tail hook, we'd love to have you. Jets, we're going to have a little bit of a longer runway in the next three to five years. Get some jets in here, get some, even some Soviet stuff, some MiGs, some F-86, uh, L-39, um, you know, I said MiG-15, MiG-17, that kind of stuff. It's really cool to see up front. And one of the other visions that I have to help fund what we're doing to help doing, uh, essentially keep going with our vision is monthly uh, aircraft in reviews. Now, Planes of Fame does a very good job with this. And shout out to Planes of Fame because you guys, you guys have been phenomenal for the past, I don't know, 290 years or however long you've been around. But... Only thing I would do differently is I would have a let's just use uh, let's use the U bird let's use the mighty Corsair so we're gonna have a night with the Corsair so January for instance January 
2025, uh, throwing a year out there or whatever, will be a night with the Corsair where we will sell 25 or 50, depending on how, it depends on how big of a facility we can have or we can procure. It'll be a night with the Corsair. And we'll have veterans that have flown and worked on the Corsair sit there and talk about it. You will have dinner and listen to these folks talk about the aircraft that's sitting behind them. Talk about their experience flying, working on, uh, repairing, managing, uh, everything that you would ever want to know about a Corsair. We'll just tell them to start somewhere and end somewhere. We'll give them unlimited water, lemonade, or alcohol, whatever they need. As long as they want to talk, there's going to be a microphone in front of their mouth because I know that you folks, if you are as passionate as me, you would love to hear that. And one of the major groups that I would like to uh, surround and and really work towards at least six months out of the year is the Vietnam veterans. I'd like to get a couple Hueys in here from the Army Aviation Heritage Foundation over in uh, Hampton, Georgia. Have them come over. And I would love for the Vietnam veterans to talk to me about or talk to us about what it was like landing in a hot LZ in, you know, Hill 68 in, in Vietnam. I think that would be awesome. Get a couple Phantom guys and girls in here that have flown the Phantom over the years. Get a couple F-8 Crusader folks in here. Not necessarily get an airplane in here, but if we can get statics of some sort, or if we can get a temporary mount or even a cockpit, it doesn't matter. It's about the experience, folks. Have a night with the MiG-17 where people can talk about fighting it. Have a night with the F-86. We have enough Sabre pilots from from the Korean War that are still around. Now's the time to tell their story, too. Let's tell their story. Let's And you know what? Let's record all of this and let's put it on YouTube for all of you folks to listen to as many times as you want to. If you want to sit out with a sunset and you want to hear about, you know, you want to hear about the time that uh, Boots Blessé uh, chased a F-15 across the Yellow River and his, and his wingman was sent home, let's talk to his wingman because Boots ain't with us anymore, but we can talk to his wingman about that. You know, stuff like that, or even, even trainers. Let's get, let's get some of the, let's get some of the wasps in here. I mean, there's very few of them left. Let's get all of them in here. As a matter of fact, let's get a T6 and a BT 13 and a Mustang and, and a B 25 and everything else that they flew and that they moved. Let's get those ladies in here and talk about their experience. Let's get the Tuskegee Airmen in here and let's talk about them. Let's get the Aztec Eagles in here. Let's get the Mexican air force in here that flew P 47s in the, in the Philippines. The type of folks that we don't hear about, let's get them in here and let's tell their stories. It's time, folks. And if we have a, a vessel, if we have the ability to do this, we can sell plates. And even that, if you don't want to sit down and have dinner, we'll sell chairs in the back. If you guys want to sit down and support the museum and hear what these fine men and women have to say about their, their uh, historical impact on aviation. We would love to have all of you, and we would love to have them. Also, if you have a veteran in your area that you would like to, uh, you would like to throw at us, hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Quicksilver P fifty one on Instagram. That's the easiest way to do it. Or AirPowerPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Uh, we'll put them on the list, and we'll get them going asap because that's something I want to do now. Excuse me, I had to take a drink of our monkey in paradise here, but. Now on to the fun stuff. So there's other things that we want to do. Not all the airplanes we're going to have in the museum are flying. I said that we wanted to 
honor our our Vietnam vets, and I kind of want to do that in a very special way. Some some of you are going to think this is really cool, and I I know there's a very small faction that are going to think this is not cool, but from the vets, I've had a hundred percent. This is what they want to do, so please take that with a grain of salt. I want to find an old Huey that can't fly anymore. I want it to be so corroded that it will barely stand on its on its skids. I think the Huey is one of the most iconic aircraft that has ever graced the skies. And I want to get it. We've essentially had one that's going to be donated to our, our cause for this very effort. And what's going to happen is in the center of the fuselage for the lacquer words of the gondola area is that's where the engine and the tran and the transmission go for the helicopter. We're going to take that out and we're going to put in a grill. Yeah. Now let's hear me out on this. We're going to put in a grill there because this, this helicopter is never going to fly anymore. As a matter of fact, this very helicopter that I'm talking about can't even support a tail boom because it's so corroded. It will never fly. It's more money than it would cost to run this museum for 20 years to get this airplane flying. So this is probably the best use for it. It's going to get scrapped and turned into Coors Light beer cans. So we might as well honor it in some way, shape, or form. We'll paint it up as 7th Cav, very same as the very first helicopter landing that uh, occurred in Vietnam. And we're going to put a Blackstone grill inside of it. And we're going to grill uh, chicken wings primarily in it. And we're going to have a beer garden because the state of South Carolina says we can have a beer garden for certain days out of the month. We'll have it at the museum. 100% of the uh, proceeds will go to the museum. A lot of the Vietnam veteran uh, and veteran of foreign wars groups around the area said that they would love to support something like this. So we're going to call it Fling Wings. It's a grill that's going to, it's going to benefit the museum and even partial, uh, excuse me, a lot, some of the money that we procure from that will go back to Veteran of Foreign Wars, it'll go to Folds of Honor, it'll go to Prime... Uh, actually, I'll tell you, the, the one that'll go to is uh, uh, Brothers in Arms Foundation. We just got back from a fundraiser from them, and they are doing outstanding things. If you guys want to see an organization that's doing wonderful things for our wounded veterans uh, and our Gold Star families, please check out Brother in Arms Foundation. They are phenomenal. And the funds will go to go to them and we'll split it for, for the museum as well, obviously. So um, I think that's something special that we can preserve an airframe. We can enjoy it. And as the veteran said that they can, they can enjoy one more weekend with a fellow veteran uh, one more time. So that's something that we can do. And I urge each and every one of you, we're, we're open to anything and everything from, uh, back to the STEM programs with with the next generation. I want to do everything from, you know, help restore this 150 and fly this 172. And then after that, we're going to need something to do, right? So the next thing to do would be to get a replica World War One fighter because we need to honor the Great War. We're forgetting about World War One. Let's get a let's get one of those aerodrome airplanes. And let's get a stop with camel. Let's get a Newport 13. Let's get a uh, don't get don't get a bad guy. Get a good good guy airplane. Get a uh, get a Spad. Get something like that. And they are light sport aviation compliant, but we don't need that. Let's build an airplane, and therefore that's another tailwheel trainer slash 
gateway aircraft that would be another aircraft that's an asset to the museum for the next generation to build that they can then fly. How many places can say, hey, we built an airplane and now the people that built it are going to get a grant to at least get the chance to solo it with the outside money to get their license? Folks, this is this is a this is something that is rarely seen in the museum area. And here in the Augusta Aiken, I dare not say Trenton, because the only thing we have around here is coyotes and cows. But however, down in Aiken and Augusta, we have plenty of folks that want to see stuff like this happen. And I'm excited to bring this to you folks. This is, this is something that, that really needs to happen. Another thing that we're going to do is we're really ramping up the second really announcement other than, uh, our organization being involved in U.S. Navy Legacy, our third announcement for the year is that we're going to bring back Wonderful World of Flying. For those of you that know what we're talking about, that was a program back in the late 80s and very early 90s called Wonderful World of Flying. I want you to look it up on YouTube. Please try not to laugh too much. We're not going to be that corny. We're not going to be that horrible acting because as of right now, we have five folks that are signed up that are social media. uh, I dare not call these folks influencers, but we might as well. People that you would know of, and we're not going to announce them right off bat, but folks that are going to help us out to produce this this series because it needs to come back because there's a huge hole right now in, in the social media uh, streaming world for up-to-date aviation content. And we hope to start shooting this spring to put out our first episode early fall. And the reason for that is because it's going to take a while to get that first episode out and a couple episodes in the can. So then we can start doing it at least quarterly. We want to do it at least quarterly, if not more, if we can get more folks and more people on board and generate enough income to get it going, maybe it'll be a monthly thing, but as of right now, it's probably going to be quarterly just like it was with wonderful world of flying. So if you're not familiar with that, Wonderful World of Flying was a program where they would um, go over the latest and greatest in general aviation aircraft. So they would fly, for instance, I think episode one, they flew, I don't remember, I think it was like the Blanca Viking or Super Viking, the newer updated Super Viking. And then they had Jeff Ethel go over a warbird of sorts. And then they had Rod Machado, which you <laughs> probably know that name by now, but he got one of his many, many uh, starts on wonderful world of flying for the CFI corner. And then they had, uh, once again, they had, uh, Bill Cox do, uh, another, you know, general aviation update on back then it was flight service stations or something like that. I want to bring that back to this, this industry because we're really missing that, you know, aviation news network is really doing a really good job, but I think they're missing the missing the boat. And, you know, if you guys are listening, you're missing the boat, man, you really need to do something more like, uh, like what they did because it was brilliant. But the problem with it was back then it was uh VHS mail order. If I remember right. Uh, if you look at the beginning of the video, you had to call a number and then, 
and then write to them or fax them or whatever it is and then send a check. And then I don't know, three years later you get a VHS or whatever the hell it is. But uh, with the power of YouTube, that would propel us. And if we did well enough, we could get something like Netflix. We get something like Hulu. We can get something like a streaming service or even on, on a, on a platform like Roku. That is something that would, would jump us to the next level. And that's, another product that we could give back to essentially the industry. And once again, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Hit us up at airpowerpodcastgmail.com. I'm going to make this a a shorter episode just because um, I wanted to announce this whole museum thing for the lack of words and, and get it off my chest because there's so much that I wanted to say and without it being a 700-page story on Instagram or Facebook, I might as well just throw it on the podcast, which we have. And we will start having, I promise, next week we will have at least, uh, we'll drag Torque on here. I think we have, uh, do we have enough? Yeah, we have enough Monkey in Paradise to drag Tobal on here. And we'll talk to him about his latest and greatest. By the way, this is our new, uh, this is our new microphone. And, uh, of course our, our, our cat had to play with it, but, uh, I think it's doing rather well. I think it's going to do us, uh, well in the future, but, uh, we'll start coming back with more. Cause I mean, I know you guys have been tired Dude, COVID has been so, so bad for us right now and getting, you know, new content out there. It's just been solo stuff. So I've been, I've been struggling on that. So I've just been unloading my mind and that kind of stuff. Uh, we will get back to regularly scheduled content we do have a full season with Quicksilver this year and U.S. Navy Legacy. So real quick, we'll just go through the schedule. We're planning on Sun and Fun with Class of 45, April 13th through the 18th. That's going to be a fun time. We're planning on flying Wednesday evening, uh, as we usually do, and then Saturday during the day. And then Sunday, i got to go to work, but that's a whole other story. Uh, I'm planning on Melbourne, Florida. The following month, that's May 16th and 17th. That's going to be a good show. Looking forward to coming back to Melbourne. Uh, coming back to Latrobe, Pennsylvania, Westmoreland County Air Show in the end of May. That's May 28th and 30th, or excuse me, 29th and 30th. And then uh, starting off June, the very next week will be uh, Smyrna, Tennessee. So uh, Nashville area, we're coming back to Smyrna, Tennessee, June 5th and 6th. And then I take a little break with the Mustang and I jump in that big blue thing. What is that? Oh, yeah, of course here. Uh, I'll do the Ocean City Air Show with the United States Navy Legacy Flight with uh, VFA 106. So it's a Super Hornet Squadron out of uh, Oceania. We'll do the Navy Legacy Flight June 19 and 20. That's Ocean City Air Show. And then, uh, well, it's not official yet. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll announce it next week. But... Niagara is having a show. It's not going to be at the airbase in Niagara. It's going to be at the lakefront in Niagara. And I don't exactly know the weekend, but it's like the third weekend in uh, in June. I'll update that next week for you. But however, these are the confirmed shows. Uh, July 3rd and 4th, we're going to Kansas City. That's a class of 45 show. And then July 10th and 11th, I return to the Thunder on the Cornfield uh, greatest show on turf, Geneseo Air Show, July 10 and, 10 and 11th. That's just me. I'm just solo. Uh, then I'm going to grab 
uh, Warbird Heritage Foundation's Corsair on July 24 and 25th and do the Milwaukee show. And then the very next weekend we have, well, literally the very next day, excuse me, we have EAA Adventure Oshkosh. So that's July 26th through August the 1st. Uh, Jesus, I'm going to have another birthday over that. That's going to be bad. Um, August 7th and 8th, that's going to be another U.S. Navy legacy flight with uh, Korean War Hero. That's in Ypsilanti, Michigan, Thunder Over, Michigan. Look forward to doing that with uh, uh, VFQ-129. That's the Growlers out of uh, Whidbey Island, which is just outside of Seattle, for those of you who don't know that. So looking forward to flying the U.S. Navy Legacy Flight with the Growlers and the Corsair. And then the end of August, August 28-29, we're doing New York Air Show. That's a Class 45 Air Show. And then I go north. For those friends of us to the north, uh, September 4th and 5th, that's Toronto uh, Air Show, Canadian International Air Show. Then I go over to uh, Peace New or Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Peace Air Force Base, September 11th and 12th. And then uh, September 25th, 26th is Wings by the Wabash. Then I go all the way down to Florida, which is Sanford, Florida. Returning to Central Florida, my obviously my uh, second home. It's uh, Sanford, Florida, October 16 and 17 for the Central Florida Air and Space Show. Uh, Monroe, North Carolina is going off November 6th and 7th. And then the Stewart Air Show is our last air show of the year, November 13th and 14th. So um, those last those last few shows are, uh, as a matter of fact, the last show I'm doing with the Corsair is uh, Ypsilanti. So from there on out, that's all Quicksilver shows. Chance I might be doing Reno in a Corsair, but uh, i got to find one first. I'm slated to do it, but uh, it's really funny. The U.S. Navy Legacy will assign you an air show and they're like, okay, you got to find an airplane. You're like, well, okay, damn. All right. That it's kind of hard. I'll just do it in the bonanza, I guess. Um, but yeah, let's put a tail hook on it and call it a, a scene anner or something. I don't know. But uh, anyways, that's our, that's our schedule for the year. I really appreciate you guys uh, sticking around for us. We'll have torque on with us coming up here in the next, uh, next week or so. Any questions, hit us up airpowerpodcastgmail.com, quicksilver P 51 on Instagram. Uh, or Facebook, just hit us up. We'll talk to you soon. See y'all.